welcome to A Journey with Dante, where we look at Dante's life and work and the divine comedy. And today we're going to look a little bit more at Purgatory 9 and Purgatory 10, this big transition where we get to the gate of the real Purgatory and then we enter through the gate as a threshold. But we're going to talk about this in a much larger sense, about how this, uh, the role it plays in the comedy, but also what Dante is doing then with the comedy and the arguments he's making about uh, the deeper spiritual change at this point and what it means symbolically. So in some ways you can see this gate and the seven terraces as a process that in Dante's view should be the symbolic journey that happens through the church. So he's setting the, the guardian angel in his kind of his has robes of ashes, meaning that he he's the uh, this guardian <laughs> symbolizes the ideal priesthood. So this is the helper that can open up this process, and then with this metaphor of going through a gate, which is also then described as so. The second when the gate opens, you have this squeaking, in part because it's not used so often <laughs> so uh, it squeaks when it opens and then Dante hears from all the souls that are in in the terraces he hears this uh, singing of Te Deum Laudamus like the the uh, the worship of the divine but then and also like the, the the thanks the gratitude to the divine and then Dante describes this as the sound of the church choir and and the organs, where you sometimes hear the words and sometimes not, kind of they're mixed in, as creating this metaphor of entering into a church. So this is very important because when we get into this, you start this movement and, and digging down into the virtues, but it's also a spiritually new situation. So just then um, keep in mind that the guardian and the keys he has from like St. Peter is this threshold into what Dante saw as what should be the church life, very much in contrast to what he saw in his time when you had, at that time you had, that was kind of the pinnacle of this new papacy that starts after the schism in 1054. So it's about almost like 250 years of increasingly, um, changing the institution of the papacy into more of a of a power institution and, uh, and this kind of recreating the city-state of Rome from the Roman Empire and and taking more and more authority over the earthly and over kind of the, the politics and the papal states and the territorial, the earthly life. So, and which in some sense kind of ends at the, the, the peak with Pope Boniface. So what Dante is doing, he's laying out a suggestion of what the church life should be about with entering into this process of purgation. But Dante is also doing very, like a huge difference from how, how purgatory was described and portrayed in the medieval theology, usually as a part like of the underworld and full of pain and in a sense almost like the inferno itself. Dante puts this above the ground and he's making all these uh, kind of explicit symbolisms to create it the opposite of the inferno. It's on the other side, it's, it's a mountain towards the heavens instead of this, this kind of shaft down into, in, deeper into the ground, into the earth. 
and it's also full of beauty and and uh, vitality and kind of green organic nature life and and uh, you know the sunrise and all the flowers and the scents in the in the valley of the princess so this is how this process should be combined with the understanding through keto that is also uh, hard you have hard work in the beginning but the mountain is really kind of it's steep and hard at first and it gets easier and easier once you get used to this whole process in itself so all of this is then packed into the way Dante is creating a symbol of what he saw again at what should be the church life and entering into the church should be like going through this this little gate with the three steps of white and black and red with kind of the white is the the, the mar uh, marble that is reflecting yourself so it's a like self-reflection having a look at yourself and then the the black is kind of the sorrow of your own mistakes instead of using the word sin but like the mistakes of the things you have to fix and adjust and then the red is in a sense the sacrifice or just the work that has to be done to fulfill this process of improvement and then you have the two keys with with kind of this priesthood helping you and you get into it and then you're welcomed also into the community and the fellowship of all these souls singing who are also on their own journey and um that's a very different way of looking at the role of the church. So um, it's an important thing. It's very often lost in commentaries that this is uh, one of the, the main symbolisms of chapter 9 and then also chapter 10, Canto 10, in Still in the Purgatory, which is then when he gets on the first terrace and this is about pride and he sees the three carvings and... Of, uh, with examples of humility and then he sees the group of souls with the big stone slabs on the shoulders or on the backs being kind of uh, pushed down to the ground to, to get some grounding and just to to uh, to start this process of uh, limiting the intellectual pride, the intellectual superbia. And there is also another thing to notice with the... Um, Canto 10 is that this is then a whole new spiritual context or situation or experience. So this is partly that they're almost a bit uh, disoriented when they come there. They don't know which way to go first, but then they start walking. And it's also something about the way that these three carvings are described. For example, the last one with Trajan. So he keeps saying that it seems like they are saying and then he has the dialogue between Trajan and this widow. And he describes it like then that he can't really tell if the artwork is talking or not. Because these artworks are then made by the divine. So they are beyond kind of human art and crafts. Which is a way of saying that this is a spiritual realm. This is... Uh, kind of a perfection and a beauty that is way beyond the earthly and what we like as humans can make through our artworks uh, but at the same time it's also like this is the spiritual there, there are connotations here with again the exodus story and then what Moses is receiving of knowledge on his spiritual climb on the Mount Sinai with 
then eventually getting the, the pattern of the tabernacle that you get the spiritual truth, which is beyond the earthly. And then these artworks are in some sense alluding to the same concept that suddenly you get the insights that are in of a different nature, in a different realm, and they are divine beyond the human capabilities. So that's also a way of describing this theme of humility in itself, understanding this and kind of apprehending and appreciating that this is something new. And then you also have, it underlines the feeling of being in a new situation. We, we stepped over a threshold. We're in a new process. Symbolically, the church, as Dante saw it, and things are different. But there is a community and it's just taking one's time to get used to it and being patient and knowing that eventually it will get easier. So um, that's all we wanted to say uh, about this. So um, just to to uh, <laughs> wrap this up then, it's kind of, it's a symbol of the church. It's also kind of the change of this waiting period in the beginning of purgatory. And then from chapter 10, especially, you start moving. So, and then it involves us as readers. So with that, I uh, hope some of this was interesting, some food for thought, and uh, see you again next time. Thank you so much for listening to A Journey with Dante. If you enjoyed some of this, you can listen to the other episodes or also go to our YouTube channel, which is called A Journey with Dante. And you can also support us and get extra materials at patreon.com slash ancientworld. Thank you so much for listening and see you again in another episode.